welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and RK Motorsports Consulting. What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? I don't know it. I don't know it. Don't know what's up at all. I know. I know we'll get into a lot more stuff, but I'm going to tell you what. This past weekend has turned into one of the biggest weekends in racing. And there's not even any NASCAR big stuff like that out there. Absolutely. So <clears throat> it um It's interesting. It is interesting. It really is. It's hard to watch all of it. <laughs> that that it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> lot lots going on there for sure. That's, that's when you're multitasking on all that stuff. You get about three, four TVs setting you sh- three TVs, three tablets, phones. You gotta have it all. Something. Gotta have it all. Gotta have it all. Gotta have it all. So, yes, what's up with you? What have you been up to? Well, we um, planned this uh, mountain trip. So we uh, took off to Hendersonville, um, North Carolina. North Carolina? No. No. Um, i tell you what, man. For a mountain weekend, that was about the best mountain weekend because it was actually not cold. It was chilly at night, but it wasn't freezing. And it was doable during the day. It was nice. It was a perfect... Temperature. We always talk about weather, don't we? Yeah. How does it always get? We got old. That's what old men do. I guess so. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right for old age of thirty-five. You know. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So we stayed at this uh, at a at a farm. Skybrook Farms, the name of it. Old, old, old farm. Um, horse barns and you know old school. Just everything, just really old school. Really, really nice place. And they got a bunkhouse, I guess, where the Farmhands or whatever used to stay mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but anyway, they, they remodeled it. Real nice place. Um, it's two-bedroom. But I think the upstairs is for uh, short people. And I don't mean that. <laughs> I just mean shorter people than short, I are. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't too short. but uh, I mean, I ain't tall. too tall neither. But I ain't short enough to stay up there. Um, no, that was for the jockeys. Obviously, <laughs> it's built like this room, which nobody sees, of course. But it's uh, it's like an A-frame shaped room, um, but it was just really close and close to the to the <laughs> to the bed, and the door was probably a three-quarter door, so it was probably it may have been five foot tall going oh. into the room. Um, so yeah, it was it was interesting going up there. No, hit your head. Oh, I did. I, I said, don't don't hit your head, and then going back out, what did I do? Clunk. Yes, sir. So uh, we didn't spend much time up there, but really cool place. Um, like I say, big old back porch and big old jacuzzi recess down in the thing, and set up at a hundred degrees. It was it was pretty nice. That was pretty cool and um, real nice people. So if anybody wants to go to Hendersonville, go check out the bunkhouse at Skybrook Farms. Definitely go do that. Awesome people. Matt and uh, Heather, the name, really really cool people, and uh, take care of you. Um, pretty cool. Airbnb is really cool thing to, you know. I just started kind of learning about Airbnbs, but um, I guess it can be. I don't know. Kind of weirds me out. Well, it's 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 different, but it's a lot cheaper. No, that it is. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was very reasonable. Uh, what we got, and I'd say that would be in season. I would assume in the mountains. You know, really mm, December. My guess, yeah. But it was very reasonable. Um, I know my sister-in-law's sister-in-law lives in Hendersonville. Hendersonville, sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, her husband, Russ, is a listener of our show, actually. 
Well, I mean, no. Well, hey, he probably knows where that's at. <laughs> probably knows exactly where that's at. Um, Hendersonville's a pretty place. We we, we really like that because it's kind of, you know, Asheville's really, or downtown Asheville's just like pff, crazy downtown life and all that, you know, and we didn't really want to be around that. But um, anyway, we uh, stayed there. We, we did some shopping around, some, like the, um, the, uh, I can't remember the actual town that was. I'm not sure. But anyway, the Mass General store was a really cool place. You'd like that place. It was really cool. They had a bunch of old, cool, old school stuff in it. Cool. Um, and uh, we messed around downtown and went to a uh, big old Western store, which was pretty neat. Got uh, got the kiddos some Christmas presents. So there you go. They'd be liking that. And um, anyway, so <clears throat> on um, on Sunday, getting ready to leave, we put check out eleven. Well, he he messaged me and he said, um, "This was like ten o'clock. We were getting ready to leave." He messaged me. He's like, "Man, I hope y'all enjoyed your stay. You know, there's nobody coming in after you. Just take your time leaving. Just don't worry about it. Just stay as long as you want." Sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that that was pretty cool. So we was able to get a little less of a rush now. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So we did that, and then um, uh, we went to. I know everybody's heard of Sierra Nevada. Brewery, mm-hmm. uh, beer. Um, well, that's right there, pretty close, probably it's 20 minutes from where we really stayed. Really weird because it's nowhere close to Sierra Nevada. No, not at all. <laughs> not not at all. But uh, <laughs> um, humongous place, man. Awesome place. If anybody goes around there, or I tell you what, make you a trip to go there. It is a awesome place. It's a big brewery. I'm just working brewery, honestly, right mm-hmm. now. I mean, um, big old restaurant. Uh, only downfall, you got to wear a mask in there. Um, North Carolina, especially Hendersonville. But, well, that was the only place we went that required a mask. Kind of weird. But Hippies. it was only inside. <laughs> yeah, <for us. laughs> it was only inside. You go outside and, uh, you know, it, it, it was it was fine, of course. But um, so we, we actually lucked out because we went in there and it was just booked up solid. You couldn't, there was just, you weren't, no. you weren't sitting nowhere inside for days. And, so he's like, y'all can go outside, see if you can find a chair. There's an outside bar, an outside place to order. Um, they call it the back porch, whatever it's called. Anyway, you could order. It was a, it was a short menu, but you could order still out there and whatever. Right. So I was like, okay. So we walked outside, and we got to the back, bro, and it's just like, man, it's beautiful out there, bro. It really is. And um, cool place to sit and all that. But anyway, they got a big old huge nice stage. With a raise and everything, I mean, just really nice stage. So um, there was people sitting down around the stage, kind of walked up there, and this was at like one fifteen. I'm like, hmm. so I walked down and look. There's a guitar sitting on stage in a guitar case. That's it though. There's no band. There's no drum. There's nothing. Nothing. I mean, it's just guitar. Did you walk up there and start playing? Well, I thought about it. I really <laughs> did. <laughs> but uh, sound guys, he's got his own booth back there. He's all set up. So I'm like. Somebody's gonna get ready to play here pretty soon. So anyway, we sat down and um a couple came up beside us and, and, and they knew the the lady that was uh that was uh gonna be playing. She was from Wilmington, like uh, Rebecca Todd, I think was her name. Anyway, uh she came up and played, she plays really good music. We enjoyed that. It was pretty cool. Um anyway, that was a really cool place for sure. So uh anybody that's in the area, go check out Sierra Nevada Brewery. 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 And, and restaurant and such. And concert venue, if you will. I don't know. I don't know if they have a list. You can go <laughs> online and look, but you can check it Use out. 
parts, you know. But I was thinking, <laughs> you know, and I told Mary Stevie, I was like, this would be the perfect place for like Tyler Childers or somebody to come play, just because, oh, yeah. you know, that was kind of before the the big stadium tours. That would just be perfect for him uh, to come play there. But probably did. I'm sure he probably did before probably we did. we we were able to check him out. But anyway, we had a really good time. Awesome place. We will definitely be back there. Um, it's not that far, three, three and a half hours from, from Florence. Not that bad. It's a lot better than going to Pigeon Forge from Florence. That's six hours pretty much. Yeah. No. Um, but there's a lot more to do there, I guess. But, um, if you want just a relaxing weekend, go to, uh, Hendersonville. That's, that's a pretty cool place. So anyway, how was your weekend? Well, me and my dad buried a 500 foot of water line. Mm. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. It's wonderful. At least you had uh, tractors to do it, not shovels. We did. We had a shovel too. Um, <laughs> had a shovel but too. but for the most part, we did it with the mini and the well, did it mostly with the mini. And then once we got it all done, we covered. It. He took a little blade on front of the mini and pushed it, and I had the the old John Deere out there. Um, I was kind of running over it, kind of packing it back in, but I had a big wide rake thing behind it. Yeah, kind of smoothing it back out. Looked good as new once we got it in. Sweet. They had well water for a long time. and Well, they just moved to a place. It had well water. That's something going to spit out more dirt at you than I don't know what. So he finally he decided he wanted to tap into the, the city water, which is surprising that they run it out there, actually. But I was about to say, <laughs> dang, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's way out there for them to run it. So, But they, were, they said it could, so we just had to run 500 feet of a... Uh, to the road, to well, to the road and kind of back across the way we had to do it. Okay, yeah. so that was fun. Um, that was I spent all day Saturday, uh, Sunday. Got up, went to church, played the guitar, and you know all that fun Sweet. stuff. Um, I told uh, Pastor Mac this last night. Uh, told him that there was something he said in his message yesterday that really, really resonated with with Kayla. Um, he he was, you know, preaching and going on. Uh, had a, had a great sermon going on, and in the middle of the sermon, he says, uh, "I was always told, don't slow down for no barking dog." Well, Kayla didn't slow down for the barking dog. She just hit it. She hits everything and destroyed the front of the car. I just got the estimate for this: uh, thirty thirty four hundred dollars worth of damage no, from but. a dog. <laughs> What was it, but a Saint Bernard or something? Uh, it looked like a, a Great like Dane? A pit something mix oh, mutt, honestly, but it was like well just dog just looked solid looking. I mean he was he was kinda Did he know. make it? Uh no. Okay. No. <laughs> I just make sure. No, I mean like instantly. Doot poof. Well Nothing. I feel sorry for him, but I feel sorry for him, but she come. hits turkeys. She hits everything. Deer, rabbits. Everything. Dog. This first dog she said. I mean it's always something different. It is. I don't know what's gonna be next. I don't I'm scared, Dad. I hope it ain't a cow. Good Lord. No, mm-hmm. don't do that. <laughs> Please don't hit a cow. I told her, you know, regardless of whatever vehicle she gets, we got to, I'm just going to put a huge lift on it. Yeah. I think that's easy. So it don't hit the body, whatever it is. Yeah, just go up under it. Go up under it or run over it or something. You know, She'll not. find something. She'll find something. Giraffe. A giraffe. <laughs> Ostrich. <what> she'll, find. <laughs> she'll find something that is There's tall enough. There's an emu out there. <laughs> yeah. It just jumped up out in front of me. I don't know what happened. Oh man! <laughs> I saw it. 
over there on the side, and then it just jumped out in front of me. That's exactly what she said happened. It, it, that just there. normally happens. That's okay, though. Sorry. She uh, she tried to dodge it, I know. Well, she said she, it was one of them last-minute hit-the-break things, or last-second hit-the-break things, and nah. And I told her I don't think you slowed down for it, so I, that's why I said her, his message resonated. Uh, this was, I can't remember if it was like Wednesday or Thursday. This happened. Um. So, yeah. Man. You know. Hey, Bo, it's a good way to keep new parts on your older vehicle. Well, isn't it, well that's the problem. Is this, well, this is a 2020. Old. This is a 2020. Old, but you keep fresh <laughs> yeah, parts, keep, Bo. You keep fresh paint on that front. We don't get rock chips for nothing. That's what I'm saying. You just keep it fresh <laughs> and you're good. Even the insurance, like they put in quotations, the guy at the body shop said, uh, I don't know if they believed that you hit a dog. He said, but there's plenty of dog here there, so I... Pretty much know you did. <laughs> I can confirm it. I can confirm. So uh I concur. I concur. So I it is what it is. That's what, yes. what I got insurance for, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I ain't gonna like us. But then uh probably not. Then Sunday night uh had a uh praise team uh Christmas party at the at the at the praise team leader's house. So yeah. we uh we had fun over there. Sweet. Ate some good food. Uh, chilled out. Watched football game with Pastor Mac. He was over there. All of a sudden, I look over there, and we're not at his house. Where's somebody else's house? We're, we're at Brad's house. All of a sudden, I look. He's taking his shoes off. He, Mac's kicking back in the recliner, and then he grabs a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. So that's that's Mac. No, that's just how he chilled out the rest of the night. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. But let me tell you something else that is absolutely awesome. That is uh, what's coming up right now. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now, the man, that, I'm going to tell you what, he's the hottest man in motorsports this past weekend yes, sir. for sure. sure. Made all the headlines um, and and probably made Hey Dude shoes about a million more dollars so if they want to send some sponsorship that way mr tyler carpenter tyler what's going on buddy oh not much man just still trying to wake up a little bit i bet so that probably makes for a long week out there don't it oh it does man and we prepared a long time for it to get up to that event and uh you know right after races there saturday night we got up and soon as letting you leave the building I got in the truck and drove all the way home, so I drove eight hours straight home after I was racing. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, and, and, and if y'all don't know, uh, tell, you know, a lot of these guys come with huge, big old haulers, everything. What what y'all uh, toting the car in there? Well, you know, I, I did get me a decent hauler, but it's it's an old one. It's a 1990 Kenworth I bought from a guy, and I just got me a regular old, I think it's a 28-foot box trailer. So it's nothing fancy, but, you know, with five kids, i got to have something that's more of like a, a camper on wheels, so. Hey, I, I definitely believe that, and uh, but man, that's that's awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong, I I ain't saying nothing bad about these guys with these big old staggers and everything else, but uh, somebody coming in there to a show like that with a twenty eight foot box trailer, getting it done, not once, but now twice, and, and I guess if you you know count prelims even more than that, man, um, dude, I'm gonna tell you what, it was impressive to watch. It was fun to watch. Well, I appreciate it. Like I say, man, I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of impressed myself, you know, there at the end. It's, I just couldn't believe, you know, first year I was, I was with the rest of these guys and all the haters on the internet. Yeah, it's a fluke, you know, just lucky, this and that. And sometimes guys would rather be lucky than good any day. But <clears throat> after Friday or Thursday night, my prelim, 
was pretty pumped up, you know, amped up. People still talking smack, and you know, and then go into Saturday's night. Saturday night, I just felt, told these guys, my crew, and you know, even the other competitors, I told them, said, you know, I really don't even care what happens from here. I kind of did what I wanted to do. I come made both events, and I'm happy from here on out. So that's right. Just, that's right, man. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, going into it, talk about people talking smack and stuff a little bit. Um, it's been well publicized, but but there was kind of a bet put out there by Gordy Gundecker, and I mean, man, it uh, and and you showed up on that bet for sure. How did all that actually start? Well, I'm not sure. You know, I don't know. If somebody was talking with him about me, or what? I don't know what got him to just say. I don't know. Basically, just start off with how I figured out what was going on. I was there Thursday night or whatever, and the camera guy came over to me and asked me if I what my thoughts was and what Gordy said or whatever, and I didn't have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> well, they t- showed me a little piece of what he said, basically how he felt like that race was just a fluke, you know, and it never happened again and this and that. So I just told him flat out, you know, if that's, if that's how he feels, I'll bet $500 I bust his ass all weekend. And, you know, I didn't, whether I could or couldn't, you know, I at least going to put that out there and see what, what I could do, just see if he wanted to back it up. And it went on from there, so it's, it just it just felt good to be able to shut people like him up, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, he come over and talk to me. It's it's all cool and stuff, but I don't know if it's just he had somebody he wanted to prove a point to or what, or if he just felt like he's going to wax my ass and just thought he was going to talk some smack to create himself some hype or what it was. But at the end of the day, it's all good. It, I don't really – there ain't very many people I do dislike. Even the ones that hate me, if they talk about me, at the end of the day, I bet you they do like me. They just don't want to admit it. That's exactly there right, man. As long, as long as they talking, they uh, keeping your name relevant. That's that's, that's what it. I'm talking about. So, uh, But, no, I did see the video of him coming over there and actually paying up. So that was uh, that was cool to see and see y'all talking. So that was that was awesome. Well, man, um, there was some drama going on there Thursday night, but, man, you put it on them, and, and it <laughs> – I don't want to, you know, bash anybody by no means. Um, but I don't, I, I just don't understand people getting mad out there, man, when you're racing for the lead and uh, you you were doing everything you could to hold the lead, but yet they get mad because you're doing that. And uh, But you did it perfectly through the lap cars, in my opinion. Well, and, and, and I get it. You know, everybody in that picture there was focused on the top four finish at least. You know what I'm saying? But I went there to win. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, yeah, make the race, but. I set myself up to start to pull that race, and I'd be daggone if I catch, catch lap traffic and just tiptoe around. Um, you know, Ricky Thornton and uh, Shepard and guys like that, they ain't no joke, and I'm not going to – they had their fair share of success and winning races and, you know, just getting to celebrate. And, and uh, yeah, I have on a regional level, but, you know, I want I want to do more than that. So it's – when them guys in their interviews and, you know, heck, we had some words we swapped back and forth, and whether they was right or wrong, we did it, but – at the end of the day, Ricky Thornton said it best out there. He said, you know, this this is the difference. With, like, like, this is me. I'm talking right now. But I see it as if when Ricky Thornton said, um, just for instance, in his interview there, that it was just a prelim, the top four was in the race, so why would I race that hard? Well, to him, that's all it was. But to me, it was a race that I, I wanted to win, you know. It wasn't just, yeah, it's just a prelim. It's the start of your, your weekend, but. I'm not just going to go out there and just settle for the top four. I mean, it, it's that's where them guys see racing different than I do. They just want to go out there and get top four, and they get upset if they get a scratch on their car or, you know, get banged up, and that's where I'm going for it, you know. At the, at the end of the day, I'm a race car driver. I'm not just a 
I mean, hell, if I got to crash late and end up 15th, that's just part of it. That's right, man. That's right. Well, you did it on prelim night and you did it on main night there. And I'm going to tell you what, you have one of the best uh, it, driver intros I think I saw all weekend. That was that was pretty cool. <laughs> As <laughs> always. <laughs> with, with, the, uh, with the Hey Dude sign there and throwing the shoes. That was awesome, man. Um, all right. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and ask. You know, people people saw it, every, everything. What, what is the advantage in the Hey Dudes? Well, I think it's two to three tenths. At least that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be that honest, man, it, it, that's like I said, I, I'm more of a regional driver than anything. I love to get out and race with some of these guys and do a lot more, but <clears throat> I'm just kind of basically a good old regional racer, just like about everybody else that's out there. There's not a, very many guys that's able to tour around, but when they are, they appreciate it. But I know there's rules and stipulations and, and, and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm bad about, especially here locally, I'll throw my fire suit on and just slip my dang Hey Dudes back on there or whatever. Just whatever shoe I got on, whether it's Hey Dudes or sneakers or whatever it may be. And um, <clears throat> I just put my suit on and put the put these shoes on and I didn't think not much more of it. And, you know, <laughs> after I won, I was basically the face of the dome that night. <laughs> Other people pointed that out. So I guess they check into me deeper than I do. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They, uh, I think I think uh, Hey Dude's got got more uh, publicity off of that. They yeah. probably didn't have a clue why they got so many orders this past weekend. Yeah, they probably oh, did. Craziest stuff I've ever seen. You know, it's it's there's a lot of people I guess that ain't even heard of Hey Dude's that do now, and and you, you get on the internet, and it, it it's especially Thursday night. You know, people congratulate me and stuff, but I've heard more about my shoes than I have my wins. So you know, <laughs> yeah, sure. you know, yeah, hey. for sure. Oh, how, how many how many how many pair you think you signed over the weekend? <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I've signed Hey Dudes sneakers, um, Crocs, you name it. I better, you know, not exaggerating, probably twenty five to thirty pair that's at awesome. least. Hey man, that's cool. Dude. <clears throat> hey, but going back to the racing, and you know, in the dome, um, everybody knows that that's a tough little track to get around. Uh, lap traffic. Just kind of explain the race, and and you know. Get well, the best there, way I explain, as a driver perspective of that place is like basically a guy getting on a roller coaster with it about half derailing and and nobody controlling it. You know, it's you're just hanging on. There's you can't expect like you know what I'm saying. You're not going to event just think you're going to drive down the corner or you're going to run the middle or the top. You just kind of go got to go with what's available and just make a decision whether it's good or bad you, you know you don't have time to actually think about your moves or how you ought to do it and if you do if you think you're going to be that person you're going to get god or get wiped out so right i've kind of that in a hurry you know i've been raised around these short little bull rings and roughneck racers and I, that, that's kind of what made me become part of these guys so it's i just know firsthand that you got to get get to getting what a getting's good is the way i see it yeah that's right for sure um, i definitely think the uh <laughs> the uh, track position, starting position is very, very critical there, uh, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I was about to ask myself was, um, you were able to draw number one both nights. Uh, how how important do you think that was of being able to get out front early in the race? Well, uh, yeah, personally, it's very important because it, you know you're not having to. I mean, obviously we're out there racing, but I'm I try to not catch myself racing them guys. I just try to drive the track. You know, it's uh. Track position meant at least 80% of it. Um, because, you know, even me starting the pole, you, you caught lap traffic in a hurry. And just thank God Saturday night, it's uh, the yellows fell my way every time I needed them. I didn't have to deal with a whole lot of that. But uh, it's 
I don't know, just a such a uh, short, tight corner track, and there's just not a whole lot of room to do stuff. And when one car's sideways in front of it, it don't allow much room for the car behind them or beside them to do hardly anything. So you kind of got to wait to make a move, or you got to be moved or make somebody or move somebody. So it's right. track position at least eighty percent of it. I feel like. Absolutely. I mean, you got to, but track position means a lot. <clears throat> well, you you spoke a little about any, a little bit about it in your interview about you know that the small bull ring is kind of being an equalizer and. You know the the bigger bigger teams, the bigger horsepower cars, uh, not really mattering as much. Um, what is the biggest difference in your opinion of these smaller tracks and 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 kind of equalizing everything? Well, the biggest thing is, man, there's a lot of racers just like me, and I'm not just on this stuff and just trying to create hype for me or you know trying to toot my own horn. It, there's several guys out there like me, hundreds and thousands of people. It's and some people probably see me differently than what I think, but it's a, it's an equalizer, you know, short tracks, you can take a, a car that's not so perfect and run with them guys, and it, you don't have to have everything so balanced out, all the technology, all the engineers, you know, it it kind of eliminates the biggest part of that, and you can let a good old hard racer and right. a guy that's dedicated and tries to put his work his heart out, it, it allows them guys to take what very little they do have to compete with somebody that has so much, you know what I'm saying? It's Right. And it's not even just so much about me or it's there's so many people out there so identical just like the way I am. And that's why, you know, I just try to keep it real. I don't I don't try to put on a fake front. A lot of times people say stuff that tries to piss me off or makes me react like I shouldn't react or whatever. But at the end of the day, people don't really see how I grew up. They don't understand how hard I had to grind to make things happen. You know, there's there was times when I was growing up with dad racing and stuff, you know, when we first started. Hell, we had a hole in a load of scrap metal, like some junk. We'd go out in the weekends, me and my buddies, you know, and look for some junk. That, like, we literally had a mow yards or, you know, do side jobs or maybe do mechanic, a little bit of mechanic work just, just to make enough to go racing and hope like hell we had enough to get us home. And I remember one night, I think it was 2010, it was a Jim Dunn Memorial. I went to Midway Speedway, and I had a car – I had a late model, and it was a late model I bought off of a guy for $50. It was frame. It's a long story, but um, wow. I, I, I ain't going to get real in-depth. But I, I bought a car, one of, my, one of my first cars, one of my first late models that was mine that I owned was in 2010. I bought it. It was a, an old blue-gray rocket car. I bought it off a guy for $50 just because it was totaled. It was been even behind the mid plate. Wow. Well, I went to uh, – I bought that car just thinking, well, you know, I'll do something with it. And I went to rocket and get some parts for it and i seen they had a dumpster or in the dumpster they had some front clips well i walked in there and asked them guys hey what are you guys gonna do with that front clip in the dumpster they said well you can have it if you want it well i took it went to the shop set the car up in two by fours and stuff like that and mocked it all up and measured it all out the best i could and welded it together well later on that year i went to that jim dunn race and well i raced more than that like you know what i'm saying i got that car out for more than that one race but right. anyhow the story I'm trying to tell you is I went to the, got that thing together and we raced or whatever. And then we went to the Jim Dunn Memorial in 2010 and I was so freaking broke. I couldn't even hardly get to the track, but you know, I wanted to go racing and I made the race. And once I made the race, I realized, man, I need, I need some fuel in that right. Like my, I needed some tires too, but I, I didn't have no tires with me. So I went over to the parts, parts trailer and I told the guy, I said, listen, I made this race and I'm guaranteed start money. Is there any way you could give me a 
a tire or two, and I can walk over with you and just tell you that, or have them guys to tell you that you can have my start money if that's all I get, because I, you know, I didn't have enough money to buy fuel and tires, oh. and that that guy wouldn't do it, so I had to just settle for fuel, and I went out there, and I ended up getting fifth that night, and that was the first time in my life I beat <laughs> Scott Bloomquist, and I was wow. so freaking, and you know, I'm not saying I could even won by no means, or maybe wouldn't rain no better, but who knows what I could have done if I was, if I had enough money to get a set of rear tires and my fuel that I needed. But it, there's just so many moments like that throughout my life that people don't really understand. It ain't so much that I'm still broke or, you know, I'm having to eat scraps or stuff like that. It's just they don't understand where I come from. And I don't think I could ever forget what I had to deal with or what I went through to get to where I'm at today. And, and maybe that's why I have a lot of fans and maybe that's why some of them dislike me is because they, you know, I understand how it feels to have to earn what you get. You know what I'm saying? I, I own every dime of my, every piece of my car. I got sponsors, but it's just, you know, it's not money sponsors. If it is money sponsors, it's very little money. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I just, I understand as a racer, I'm, there's about 80% of all of us racers run, you know what I'm saying? It races weekly. I know what they feel like, and it, it's just, you know, when I do it, win an event like this right here, it just, it's it's crazy. It just feels like it's just uh, something you've always set back and dreamed about. Just wish you could only just, you just picture yourself doing something like that and just think it's the coolest thing in the world and then just actually get to do it. And I don't know, it's just an unforgettable moment in your life, that's for sure. For sure, man, and uh, I think you just said it best, and uh, it definitely makes you appreciate it, the success more when you uh, come from stuff like that. And, and I'm glad you explained it like that because there's a lot of, as you know, keyboard warriors out there who've been going on, uh, you know, saying, oh, it, it, playing the pity party on. No, it's not playing the pity party. It's, it's, it's appreciating where you came from right. as to where you are now. And Absolutely. so, and so, man, I, that, that is awesome. And uh, speaking of tires though, man, in, in, in that race, Saturday night in the main, did you know that tire, the right rear, was getting as flat as it was? I knew I definitely had a problem. I felt like I I could feel something went wrong. I wasn't sure if it was in my head. You know, I've led several decent-sized races, money-paying races, and I you just feel like the gremlins are getting you there at the end or whatever, and there may not be nothing wrong at all, all in your head. But that particular night, Saturday night, you know, I was leading that thing, and about – I'd say around 10 laps to go, my car started feeling a little different. Like it was laying on the right rear, kind of spongy feeling. And I was like, man, no way. Something's wrong. Something broke. Something gave. And then I kept telling myself, maybe I'm getting a flat. Just I just wanted the race to be over. And then we had that yellow with three laps to go. And I was trying to look on the, the TV when I was in the car to see if maybe they had any shots in my right rear to see what was going on. And I pulled up beside Tanner English, and I said, hey, I, like, obviously we can't talk, but we was communicating. And I was asking if I had a flat tire, and he gave me a thumbs up, like, no, you're good. Well, I knew something was off, something was wrong. So I pulled up there to the track official and was motioning around, asking if I had a right rear flat or anything. He said, no, you're good. Well, once I started to pull off, I was still looking at him because I knew something wasn't right. And then he, I could see his jaw drop, like he noticed something was wrong. Well, then I knew myself that the freaking tire was going flat. And... uh all I could do is just hope like hell it, it made it three more laps, man. I was sick to I was sick as a dog and I just couldn't believe it even made it three more laps. Well, it definitely did, man. And <laughs> and uh I'm gonna tell you to see the emotion on your face coming out of that car after that to win two in a row there, man. That's insane, man. That That's had awesome. to be almost unbelievable for you. When it was, you know, 
I mean, anybody that knows me knows I don't tear up or chuckle up like that, but it's just everything hit me at once after that right there. So much pressure on me. It's just like everything relieved. Like, not that I was a crybaby, but it was like tears of success. Like, holy crap, we did it. Even against everything, all the people hating, all the bad talking, and, you know, it just just to know where I come from and how, how hard we had to work to make it to where we're at today. It's, it's, it was just one of the deals, you know, anybody else would have probably give up and said to heck with this, what in the heck are we trying to do? And it just, it's just badass to, to see where I did come from. And that's, that's the biggest thing. It ain't that I keep talking about I'm broke or whatever. I just know how a lot of racers are today. And, you know, I guarantee it. There's every weekend, them same racers are like, why do we do it? We can't compete. It's not that you can't compete. It's just, we're not able to compete. You know, it's, we don't have it as easy. We got to work extra hard. It, it, ninety percent of us racers, regional racers, and I know I build race cars. It's not stupid me saying this, but we don't have the understanding of these race cars like these engineers do. You know, there, there's not one of these drivers better than the other. Yeah, there's. I mean, there is. Some drivers are better than others, but it's not. Dude, a race car driver is a race car driver. Oh. And just for instance, Kyle Larson, he's bad to the bone, but. Kyle Larson set him up, set himself up to where each and every car he gets in is capable of winning. So if you're right. a driver, you can put that thing in victory lane. And I, and I guarantee there's a lot of guys that he, people's never even heard of that if you put them in a nice piece of equipment, they can wheel that damn thing. It's just like cold trick on Days of Thunder, man. Just get him a car and he'll drive it. That's right. That's yeah. right. For sure, man. <laughs> For sure. Well, man, let me know, uh, tell us, tell them all who uh, who helped you out on that car this week. That was a uh, pretty car, very good looking car. I know our buddies over at uh, Air Max there were on it. Uh, who else was on it there? Well, we definitely got Air Max. You know, Robert and Joey, them, them's great people. Um, without them, this whole season been tough for me. They've they've been they've been behind me quite a bit. So Air Max heating and cooling for sure. Um, Holdren Construction. Um, I got Mullins Race Engines. They come on board. I borrowed a. Um, that's what's funny about this whole deal. I didn't have a motor going into this event, and Chad and Mullins got a hold of me, and we was talking back and forth. Well, he had a modified motor, a wet sump motor. Didn't have no oil pump, no. Oil, or you know what I'm saying? Didn't. Right. It was the oil pump was in the pan that, and he got a hold of me and told me what he had, and we worked out a deal where I ran it off a percentage, and you know, at the at the end of the day, it didn't really cost me hardly anything if I ran bad, but if I ran good, it benefited us both. So. You know, I got to really thank Chad at Mullins for building a badass motor and even going out in the land to give me a helping hand like that because, you know, nobody had to do something like that, and I don't know what I did if he wouldn't. So, I mean, I got people like him. I got, um, man, all kind of little sponsors on the car. I got Bill Steen Race Shocks. They they could put me together a new shock program for that event. Um, Swiss Springs, QA1, um, Weir's Machine, ML Performance, Hoosier by Todd Fry, Octane Performance Product, um, Barrier Audio Tubes. Um, well, for one, the, the, you said the car looked beautiful, and that's a fact, and that's aggressive, man. They're out of um, the Missouri area, Illinois area, and they do one heck of a job on that thing. Um, sure. They give me heck because I, I keep wanting to tell everybody it's aggressive wraps, but they don't go by that. They just go by the word aggressive. So <laughs> anybody needs a looking rider looking to, for somebody to do some sticker work check out aggressive and you'll be very impressed with them for sure man that thing was pretty good deal man well i, I got one other question I'm, I'm looking forward to next year and i i really hope that it's gonna can kind of draw this attention over to the uh truck series world but uh tell us about the, the riding in these truck man i really don't know what i'm getting myself into <laughs> um i've only like you know Every little kid growing up just dreams, you know, 
rather rather people like NASCAR or not or whatever's going on. They're like, man, NASCAR this, and you know, growing up, you you as a kid racing, you know, NASCAR is the biggest thing there is. And me personally, I'm a dirt racer. I love dirt. That's all I ever want to do. But it, there's better money to be made in the NASCAR world. So um, I'm very excited for it. I uh, I don't really care for how script you got to be. You know, like you can't be you. I mean, I, I mean, you can, but you right. like, dude, I. I don't know what uh, they'll just have to keep the microphone away from me. All I <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, man. That's because we we we've talked about it a lot before. You definitely have to be scripted, and uh, you cannot be yourself at all. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, though. I really am. I, I think you can still kind of keep your little bit of your traits in there. I was gonna say, I think you just need to go there and be you, and uh, don't worry it, about it, it. Don't worry about it. That's their problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying right now, I'm not changing nothing. You know, I may I may simmer down on the on the bad words, but it's uh, dude. <laughs> They better give me a minute to think about it, because <laughs> people people brag about my my interviews and stuff, and it ain't that I, I come up with that stuff to create hype or I just talk out my ass. I, I literally that it just I don't I just let it eat, you know whatever whatever's on my mind at that second I say it, and I regret some of it, some of it I don't, but it's uh absolutely right. They just, they just need you know ninety five percent of these racers, even all of them, they just need to be real and they need to get back to where they come from, and if That's they ain't right. had it, they, they need to get a taste of it. That way they see you know what I'm saying. Right. We need. We, like granted i love jd to death i love brandon shepherd to death but you know when they went like could you imagine if you're just your average joe you just like your your guy races week in week out won a hundred thousand win race how pumped they would be you know these guys out of the car and they got a, it's like him a letter like yeah i gotta thank this and that shit i'd have a heart attack jumping out <laughs> i wouldn't remember i couldn't read any sponsor on the car and i wouldn't be able to remember any of them at that point so. exactly right <laughs> You know, that, that's, to me personally, and, and not because I'm the one that's mm. trying to just freaking hype, it ain't even about that, but to me, from being an outsider looking in, I'd want to see, like, dude, I'm, like, if they're going to put on a show and be that, like, get the fans that into it, keep the fans into it, you know, be excited, get out, fist pumping, you know what I'm saying, hooting and hollering, like, show some emotion instead of, like, yeah, you know, this, I mean, whatever the heck yeah. it is, you know, it's, exactly. I can't stand the hell when somebody wins i'll just get up and leave you know if i'm not racing or a car breaks there's no need to watch it you know what the hell they're gonna say oh yeah exactly well i think i think you're i really do you know it, it, you expressing your emotion and and being able to uh have the success you've had it really helps the regular short track saturday night guys uh it really does because you know they they do the same thing you do they they, they work their butt off and, and to get where they're at and um it 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 you show them that it pays off. You just got to work. You got to work hard for it. It, it does. You got to work twice as hard as they ever imagined. So, I mean, you, it's, exactly. you know, it's like, it's like a racer. It, it, I mean, it's like somebody, you know, being trapped in a cave all their life and they've been digging around trying to find light. And they finally, like, just for instance, I feel like I've been trapped in a cave all my life and you can't get out. And this past weekend, I finally moved a rock and now I see daylight. So it's like, damn, there, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to figure out how to get out. Absolutely I mean, that's right. Definitely. So, well, we, we had a privilege to meet you in Portsmouth last year and, uh, cool as you could be awesome dude to come up to and hang out, hang out with. And, and, uh, I want everybody else to know that's listening. If you see Tyler Carpenter anywhere at a racetrack, go talk to him and he will, he, he'll sit there and have a good conversation with you. And, uh, I promise you, you'll leave, uh, happy that you talk to him. And you'll sure. be, if you weren't already, you'll be a Tyler Carpenter fan. By I the time promise you, leave. you will. No doubt about it. Well, and even if they ain't, you know, at the end of the day, they need to find somebody that they like. It's a lot like me as far as a personality because that's what they're good. That's what racing needs. If not, it's going to die out. You know, the fans are going to just get 
obviously the race we put on a race, but I mean, you just got to keep them into it and you got to show them that you're just excited as they are. That's right, man. Well, I'm going to tell you what, uh, whatever you, uh, when, when you go and, and show them what's up, especially in that, uh, well, I know you will multiple times before that, uh, in your car, but when you go show them what's up in that niece, uh, truck, at knoxville uh whatever you can't say out there you know you, you more than welcome to ho- holler at us and we say whatever you want on here so uh, <laughs> well the way I, I can't say what i want there uh, well I, I probably will anyhow i'll probably get fined the first time on that <laughs> you know that they, they just better hope i don't do something spectacular out there and win that son of a bitch or you know there you finish top five Hey, you, you best believe you're gonna see one excited get son of a gun. That's what hey, you, about. hey, you go ahead and say what you want. We'll set up you a GoFundMe page. We'll pay for that. Buy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's right. I'll get thrown out before I get in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, man! Well, congratulations again. Uh, awesome weekend, and so happy for you, man. And uh, I, man, I, I hope we will be talking with you again soon about some more wins, buddy. Well, I appreciate you guys. You know. I I got I got to thank you guys for even having me on the phone because there's a lot of people follow your page I'm sure and and it ain't doing nothing but helping me and whether it's for me or whoever else each and every racer needs to appreciate you guys just as much as you appreciate us. Well, yeah, we, sure. we appreciate you saying that, man. All right, man. Well, it's been awesome talking to you, and we will be talking with you soon, buddy. All right, man. You guys take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? The kamikaze kid, Tyler Carpenter. Yeah, man. Coming to hang out with us. He's a cool dude, man. I tell you what. I like him. I, I, mean, I really I, do. I, like always, him. I have since I met him, since before that, at the first dome when his name really. I, we met. I, I've seen him before that, but when his name, you know, really jumped up there at the dome a couple years ago when he won. Yeah. And then, oh, I've. I, I well, he's just, he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't a common name around us right, down here. Right, right, right. So, right. I know well, his daddy. I know his daddy. Right, of course. But, you know, but. It just being around him, we didn't have the opportunity to do that until Portsmouth. And, um, you know, like I said, really cool dude to hang around. Um, he really appreciates everybody that follows him and appreciates him for sure. Uh, and appreciates the sport, I think, more so than any. But um, hats off him, guys. That's a, that's a big feat to go do that, man. That's, that's tough. Um, and <clears throat> having to piece everything together to make it work to get there um, makes it so much more worthwhile and emotional for them, I know. Um, but that's really cool for them. Uh, glad glad to see that, and I uh, hope he can continue it on next year. For sure, man. They had that car uh, on a rail all weekend uh, as crew chief old uh, Anthony Huber there. Uh, Anthony actually comes down and, and helps our buddy Earl Ramey and whoever's got the car, typically Derek Ramey in the car. They co- He's been coming down helping them out some on their, their car. Uh on Tyler's off weekends and stuff. So, uh, it's cool to see, uh, Anthony got there too and, and do that and show him what's up and Tyler and all them boys and all the kryptonite guys there getting it done. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and uh, and that, that interview was brought to you by Earl Ramey racing engines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, it, good lead in there. Pretty it? cool to watch it on your boat. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to watch stuff like that on your boat with, with you know, team guys from Dakar. He had all the Air Max exactly. guys on the boat. Earl has the Air Max guys on his boat watching Gateway, watching their driver win. Um, Can't get better than that. They was having a lot of fun. 
lot of fun. And I, I can't blame them. <laughs> I, no, I can't blame them a bit, but I sure believe it. If if, if Earl Ramey's around, they're having a good time. They no doubt about that. I always have fun with Earl. I'm just saying. Everybody has fun with Earl. And uh, that that's that's that goes to say the same at, 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 the, at the shop. I mean, again, like we say always, he takes care of everybody. Always the best customer service that there is in in uh in motor building in my opinion. Um really awesome dude. For Feels sure. the best motors there he is of any type. Um so definitely could get you a motor. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, how many people have gotten motors over there. This isn't counting just what's out there. He told me today he's got ninety motors on the list right now. <laughs> doing it's insane, dude. Dude, that is uh that that there's proof in the pudding right there. If there's ninety motors getting done, people know it's working. So head on over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines, uh, pick yourself up one of them. Um, regardless of what you got, if you wanna, uh, if you wanna um a super motor there, yeah. get you a super motor. If you want a crate motor, some of the best in the business. Modifieds, you guys that he did modifieds for years and years. You're still doing them today. Some of the best motors out there. So uh, you guys go check out Earl Ramey and the Earl Ramey Racing Engine crew there. Get yourself lined up with a uh, with a fresh fresh uh, fresh horse in that in that stable. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, while you over there, as always, this is a pretty cool day. Get you some time on that dyno. He told me today. I called I called Earl this morning. We talked for a little while. I said, uh, "What you?" I said, "You got big stuff going on." He's no. Nah, we got to get. Uh, I gotta get something off the dyno over here. We got somebody coming in on dyno, and I figured, you know, race car, you know, something like that. Um, you know, dirt cars. Well, I figured. I said, who, who, who's coming in there getting some dyno time today? He said, um, so I'm not really sure who it is. He said, but they bring like a McLaren in there. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> he don't care. Bro. Put it on there. Well, apparently that says you. It's a good dyno. Oh, it's people from this. McLaren are coming to putting their cars. On his dyno, that tells you everything you need to know because them guys even know that that chassis dyno that Earl's got is the way to find horsepower out of your car. See what it's got. See where you can improve it. So schedule you some chassis dyno time after you get that power plant put under your hood. Yes, sir. Go get it. Goes and gets it. Mm, yeah. <sighs> Man, can we just hit the end? I mean, just... Tyler was I, all right. I think good. I think Tyler was enough. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean going back to uh to Gateway, that's, it's always a cool um it's a cool weekend in the dirt world. I mean it really is. And um you know, like he said, it's a it's a really unique track. Uh it's, it's really unique. Um and we even said it before last week, you don't want to take your best equipment there. Well, ways. I don't know. I mean, I, I would agree with that. And, and now, just looking at it, I, I said it last week. That's what I said. You know, you don't want to take your best equipment there. I don't think. I don't know. But looking at it, some of these guys had brand new cars out there. Yeah. I, now, I there was some tore up sheet metal around this place. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it was just, they just put a pile over in the corner to see how big it would get. And it got quite large. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know now if you can go there with subpar equipment. I'm not saying you took even your best stuff. I'm not saying not taking your best stuff is not going to be good stuff. I'm just saying if you you take subpar equipment, can you expect to run up front? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. It's, man, it's, just, I, <laughs> it's, it's so tight, and lap traffic is so tough to get around. I mean, that's just, yeah. you're going to tear up stuff. Hey, there's no way around that, I don't think. Well, I mean, you, yeah, you, you're right. You say that, but um, did you look at Tyler's car when he come off track? It looked good other than the right corner. It looked good. Other than that corner, you got that. But on uh, on Thursday night, it was clean. Yeah. It was well, pretty much clean. Yeah. And, and he, he supposedly took people out. Yeah. yeah. I don't see how I, that I, is. Ain't agreement. Yeah, yeah. I don't Whatever. understand. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> hey, you come on with a clean car and you took people out. <laughs> no, nah, I haven't. Um, but that's what I'm saying. And I think that is part of the success there is being able to keep your car not not over driving the car and killing the car, and I think that's part of the the success and that Tyler was able to have there and have been able to have there a couple of times now. Um, that's it's it's impressive. Um, there was a few out there that man is. I'm gonna tell you what some of the prelim nights, and I'm not trying to down anybody by no means, but man. There were some of them heat races. It's like, are they ever going to finish this? Because it's like same car spinning out over and over and over. I get it's a tough track to drive. I get it. But come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, well, <clears throat> fortunately, like, like Tyler said, the, the, the cautions helped him a lot. And... <clears throat> Lap traffic's tough. I oh, mean, yeah. good lord, lap traffic's tough around there. I mean, why well, you hitting lap traffic on lap like you know two? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, the the cautions definitely helped him for sure, and 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 and, and I'm glad for you know for that for him for for sure. But but yeah, it's just man, kind of got it kind of got a little crazy there for Whew. a while. <clears throat> sure did. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun to see. It was a fun race to watch. Fun to see. Um. I'm gonna tell you who had a good weekend there in everything, and he I think he was the only one running everything. That was Nick Hoffman. Yeah, that was it was impressive. He um yeah, no he finished in top three in everything every night. Yeah, um that was man. That's he did impressive. some driving. Yeah, jumping sure. back and forth, running. He ran every race on Saturday night, so he had to jump. They literally had I think they had to wait on him. They're doing track prep in between, but I think they had to wait on him. Yeah, to jump from one car and get in another. And uh, that had to be... I mean, I'm glad they didn't ruin many laps. I mean, 40 lap features. I, dude, I'm going to tell you, you'd be wore out uh, after after 40 laps oh, that place. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a handful. Of everybody. He ruined 120 lap. Oh, I think. I'm, what were the other ones? Were they 30? Something. I don't know. But whatever they were. Um, he, he, he impressed me a lot. And I'm going to tell you, Nick impresses me all the time anyway, just what he was able to do. Over the summer and is modified, um, then you know, getting in the Scott Bloomquist car, basically Scott's car. Um, everybody thought it was kind of just gonna be a deal till Scott healed up good and you know just kind of subbing for him, but nah, it's nope. Bring out another second car, and he's got sponsorship for it himself, and uh, he's he's making the best out of that ride. Yeah, for sure he is, and. It looked good doing it. Uh, <clears throat> Scott looked good. Uh, Scott looked great. Pretty good night. And, and just kept getting run over. Yeah, well, he, he, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> I think, nose a little too low there. A well, times. well, he kind of turned in and got it angled towards the wall there that first time. And he started on pole on that one. I, yeah, yeah, that was whatever. Um, 
he was going to advance out of the, uh, what was it, B-Main, I think it was. Yeah. And then he just got run over by somebody down the front straight away. Yep. I mean, they just literally run over. I'm like, you couldn't go any farther inside? I mean, yeah, come on. So Even catching some breaks. He just Tough couldn't breaks. catch no break. Couldn't catch no break at all. Um, but overall, I like Gateway. I like the, the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Oh, I do too. I love the whole atmosphere of it. I'd love I'll, to see that. I want to um, get out there one day. Yeah, it'd be really cool for sure to see. And um, seeing the cars line up on the road, that's cool, man. That's just, yeah. They're claiming, uh, well, they announced, I'll put it this way, that they're not bringing the midgets back there next year. Really? Yeah, but there's already a big petition to bring them back. Yeah, but um, I think the deal is, it's an invite deal with the midgets. Well, the invites were way back. Right. And so they got guys who were, you know, injured and stuff like that that they invited that just didn't give their invite away or anything. It was just, no, yeah. they didn't think about it didn't, or sat on it or whatever. And so I think uh, there were some good guys there. Obviously, uh, I think Chris Wyndham was there, wasn't he? Uh, yep. He's moving to a sprint car, I saw, uh, for 2022. Um, but, uh, but you just didn't see there wasn't the big names in midget racing – I don't understand, other than, I hated it being championship weekend correlating. I did hate that NASCAR championship weekend, because yeah. I'd love to see the Christopher Bells, the, well, Chase Elliott went somewhere, he drove a dag on a, what you call car this week, um, what do you call him? Car? Rally Cross. Yeah, Rally Cross car, that was it. And won uh, or something. Yeah, he won, he won, he passed Tanner Faust in one of the last corners, and Tanner turned in early. And Chase was on the brakes as hard as he could, but he hit hit him. Watch him out. They were side by side, and they drag raced, and they DQ'd him. DQ'd Chase Elliott. I'm like, yeah, no, no. I ain't really understood no. the rules <laughs> no. there, 100%. You but. can't hit to pass somebody to advance your position. Oh, so well. I just, I'm like, dude, that's racing. <laughs> yeah. Especially racing through checker flag. He didn't take yeah. him out. I mean, he just, he drove inside of him, and Tanner Faust turned down. I mean, well, hey, I don't know, but weird, but, but I'd love to see. Like I said, I'd love to see Christopher Bale. I'd love to see um, Kyle Larson, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, he'd probably been there. Chase Elliott for sure. There's been a bunch of them there, I'm sure. Um, maybe they can adjust that weekend a little bit, but um, there's a lot going on for, that they weekend. Did lock it in for the next three years though. Yeah, there's a lot going on that weekend, especially with the uh, snowball too. A lot of those guys want to go run that as well, and um, it makes it kind of tough to try to do all that in one weekend. Yeah, for sure. I saw Eric Jones was running the snowball. Um, Noah Gregson was down there running the snowflake. snowflake. Yep. Um, so, yeah, them guys. This first time, yeah, Chase ran snowball last year, didn't he? Yeah, because he ran because he had a picture yep. with Derek there. But our buddy uh, Derek Griffiths was down there running. He did not have to run LCQ this year. He qualified straight no, in on time. Qualified in, yeah. He had a strong car, man, practicing all. Yeah. And, and running the Snowflake, too. I mean, he, he was fast. I think he'd have been really good in Snowflake had he not got caught up in the uh, yeah in the wreck there. He, um, the pretty big. That was the, a big The wreck. big one. That was a big wreck. Not as big as the truck race there at Snowflake. Uh, no. That was rough. Five flags. That was rough. Oh, I got to look up the boy's name. I just forgot it. I just through a blank hunter oh man i know everybody's out there like saying the name right now because they're like yeah i know who's exactly what you're talking about 
Oh, that was terrible, right? Though. Oh man, it was rough. Hunter Johnson. That's what it yeah. was. Um, he uh, that was one of the worst wrecks I have ever seen in my life. Just it's period. Just, yeah, <laughs> especially mean, at a short track. Yeah, but uh, if anybody have not seen that, go back and look at that. That's that's pretty rough. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think he had he had some damage to his back. I know. I know he messed he up. He broke. Uh, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, bruised. He said he was bruised up. This was three days ago. He said, "Hey everyone, I'm bruised up badly and broken T3 vertebrae. Going to be in a lot of pain for a bit. Um, but on the positive side, of that I'm glad he's in pain and not not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Is, 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 you look they at should, that wreck. It's, I, should, I saw a picture of his helmet too. Helmet hit the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or hit something up there. It is big old gal. It knocked off the whole uh, coating on his helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty rough. So I am glad sure. he was able to get out of the truck. Uh, I think he stood up even and stuff. I mean, so. Yeah. Uh, that was good to see. Um, but it was a scary wreck. And I, I personally think one that could have been avoided. Oh no doubt, <laughs> it was like a kind of retaliating type thing, and um, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was that was bad. Uh, I hate that. I know, I know everybody involved hated that. Definitely didn't see it going that way. I don't think. No, but um, but yeah, it, it, that you was, can't right rear somebody going into a corner. No, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. Period. In my opinion, but you definitely can't do it going into a corner. No, no, it's one thing if somebody you know tries to come up on you and you just stay there on the right rear coming out of a corner and they hit the wall, bam, I'm done. No, you cannot right rear somebody on the bottom of the track going into a corner. No, you put them in the worst position ever in a race car as that did with Hunter Johnson. And um, just glad to see he's okay. Glad yeah, to see he's sure. well, going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, he doesn't have any long term uh damage from that. I hope he can recover uh fully and and uh, be okay for sure so uh but yeah <clears throat> um going back to the uh the snowflake I, I don't know much about it i know that uh derek in practice had a really strong car i think it was third fastest there um still had one of the best looking cars there to me he really did he surely <laughs> did uh very good looking car supporting uh florida junior baseball <laughs> yeah fjb if <laughs> jb Say Florida Junior Baseball. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. About a million of those on the car. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Uh but yeah, anyway. Um really good looking race car. Glad he could run both 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 races there and um I think that would have helped him in the long run, especially if he'd been able to run the whole Yeah. Flight. Yeah, I hate I hate he got caught up in that mess and um That was a uh, big wreck, uh Noah decided to start. <laughs> he uh he took out Johanna Long, uh, I think her last name Robinson. Robbins, 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 something, something like that. No, anyway, Johanna Long took her out, uh, and she had some not so nice words to say about him on Twitter. She said she had no clue how that idiot had a ride in NASCAR. Wow, paraphrasing. <laughs> Oof, that's what it amounted to. <laughs> well, it happens time to time, I well, guess. I guess. Then somebody replied, "It's because he's got talent." She said, "No, it's because he's got money." Ooh. I said, ooh. Okay. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Let's see what happens there. Hey, I, I don't think he's going to say nothing. I ain't got a dog in the fight there, so <laughs> I hate it for him. That's all I can say. Well, 
We do have a dog in the fight. We we have I, we're we're buddies with his spotter Tyler. We are his, his spotter. Yeah. <laughs> he was not spotting for him though. No, he was FYI. not. It was not. It was not. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> so I think if maybe maybe if Tyler had been spotting for him, maybe have been better off. I feel sure it probably would. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, but did did uh, moving on to the uh, snowball, I guess. Um, it was a uh, from what I gathered, um, what I saw, highlights, everything. It was a uh, it was okay race, I guess. Um, I don't know what the deal is this year with all late model races is um man it's uh it's kind of follow the leader it's save tires save tires save tires and i get it because tires are you know the thing but man that's a long race to be just saving tires yes well i don't know man that's what racing is different now man it's it's uh as I hate to say it, it's getting more like dirt go kart racing now. It's just a leader pretty much for ever. Yeah, and that's kind of what it looks like to some extent is a uh, just like a freight train. I mean, it's just I ain't trying to down it. I ain't trying to take away anything from it. It just uh, is so. So follow the leader. It's just uh, let's let's try to uh, let's save tires till the end. Uh, we're gonna and then in the last uh, last little bit, that's when we're gonna make a run. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all it's been here. And I, I don't know. It's just <clears throat> it's, it, it it doesn't put on for a good race. It doesn't. Um, Chandler Smith uh, really, I think, had the car to beat. By no, by all means, <laughs> I mean, obviously, um, yeah. He, oh, well, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty obvious, I, I think. Um, Derek Krause, he's he's pretty strong and been strong, definitely qualifying wise for quite a few many years uh, here. But uh, um, he keeps getting moved there at the end. He sure does. Yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Thorne, not Kraus. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah,
just junkster stuff. That's one thing. That's one thing. I'm I'm all for being mad about that. But man, when, if when you move them and you pull off three and something seconds, yeah, in the final whatever uh, laps, you you were faster than them. I mean, you yeah, you were definitely faster. So uh, Chandler Smith, winning winner of this year's uh, snowball derby. Congratulations to him. But I want to actually let me find it here really fast. I want to read something um, that actually Nick Hoffman put up, and and it was probably, in my opinion, probably sums up. And I'm not trying to down anything. I'm not. I'm not. I want to be a dirt and an asphalt guy. I want to be both. I want to be both. It's just so hard anymore to be. And Nick Hoffman summed this up perfectly. He wrote a whole tweet about it. Uh, I think it was last night. Um, he he wrote. That's what he said. He said, I would love to post about the tech at the Snowball Derby, but I helped make the rule book, which is kind of a joke he's got going on because in Modifieds, they wrote almost every rule around him <laughs> about right. Nick Hoffman, and he still keeps beating them with their own rules, so, which is awesome. But anyway, going back to it. He said, it's just crazy to me that these teams waste so much of their money to run their, in parentheses, or in quotations, crown jewel that it only pays $25,000, he thinks. I think that was right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, And the spotlight is on the tech guy, not the winner. Right. Everybody knows Ricky Brooks tough with tech. And it goes on, and it's a long tweet, it's like multiple parts. He says... Then you got the Gateway Dirt Nationals. He said, I can promise you that the winner of this race didn't spend $5,000 for the whole weekend. And he left with 35000 And it completely overshadowed the snowball. I 100% agree with him. He said, way more exposure, and not to mention he's guaranteed one NASCAR race at Knoxville. Tyler Carpenter got it. Why is that not at the Snowball Derby? Why are you not getting right. a guarantee there? There's a reason behind it. But then Nick Hoffman goes on to say, dirt racing as a whole is on a huge uphill slope. I'm so glad to be a part of it. Make a living. Be a part of it and make a living driving dirt cars. It's wild to see what they got, these guys spend to run one asphalt race versus what we spend in a race for way more money. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, and we've said that all year long. I mean, the the exposure is one thing, but the money is so much more in, in the dirt world now. And um, what it costs to run a asphalt late model versus a dirt late model, I'm not sure. I don't know from race to race. But I don't know either. But 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 nonetheless, the the purse is so much different. Um, I mean, you can follow these big dirt races and. I mean, hell, you 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 about make the start <laughs> what you yeah what you win in a in an asphalt late model race, and it's just I don't understand that. I don't know if it's promoter wise. I don't know what it is, but um, and I'd love to see that get more in the asphalt world. I I, I love. I mean, I I do. I love going and watching late model racing, but asphalt late model racing. But it's just the 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 money is just sitting there. I just don't understand that. I mean. That honestly, I think, in my opinion, that snowball should be a hundred thousand dollar win race. Yes, yes, it should. I mean, that's the <laughs> biggest asphalt late model race of the year. Yeah, for sure. Why? And why dirt is racing, it? 
Dirt Racing had three hundred thousand dollar win races this past yeah. year. Yeah. And yeah, you know, Overton took most of that, but <laughs> he did. And there's a million dollar win race next year. I mean, it's exactly. Just, it's just it to don't start that sense. race. I think you get uh, what fifteen thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy to me. It's the, the difference is crazy to me. But and you um, can't tell me that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that show up to El Dor. There are a whole lot of people, but there's a whole lot of people that show up to Five Flag Speedway too. Oh, no doubt. But I mean, you. Know, the spectators are gonna come where money is. I mean, it's just yeah, it's we want to uh, see people run for big I mean, money. If, if 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 there's a race at Florence Motor Speedway, which is literally five miles maybe from my house, um, if there's a hundred thousand dollar to win race there, they'll be bussing people in that place. Oh yeah, just because it's just a, that big of a race, yeah. and there's gonna be that many more big names there. I mean, people are gonna come from everywhere to go run that race. Yeah, and that's just. I think that's what brings it. Um, I think the problem is, is, and like I said, I'm not trying to down stuff, but I know it sounds like it, but I think the problem in asphalt right now is, uh, well, as being, is that race has paid $25,000 forever. It has. It really has. And back when it started, paying that much, that was a whole lot of money to pay that much. Right. Well, people are still showing up for it. Yeah. Because it just, you know, it, it's you're right. And, and, it's you prestigious. Know, I mean, I get it's prestigious, but man, did you see how? I mean, just like Nick Hoffman was saying. I mean, look at the. There's more cameras on Ricky Brooks tearing a car apart than there was. They tore the entire wiring harness out of the car. I get <laughs> it. I mean, they tore half the body off the car. It's becoming almost ridiculous. It is. It really is. And, I, you know, I don't know if it's, it's from a NASCAR background or whatever, but... Um, I don't think NASCAR takes them that much. I don't either. Ricky Brooks does sometimes. It's insane. It really, really is. But uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. But, you know, the, 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 the dirt world, you know, your, your big names in dirt, honestly, kind of like Tyler said, you know, he loves dirt. His heart's in dirt. He wants to stay in dirt. Most of these guys in dirt want to stay in dirt. They don't really try, you know, try to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, because that's where their heart is, like you said. Right, and and you know, you look at asphalt guys, and you know, they all want to strive to get NASCAR. I mean, you know, well, they have to to make any money at it. Right, that's that's just where it's got to go. And until and until they start bringing more money into the the lower tier and being. Super late model racing or late model stock or whatever, um, that's gonna be the case. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's, it's 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 getting to the point where it's not as as exciting as it used to be. Unfortunately, no, um, it's really not. And you know, it, like like I said earlier, it's getting kind of to the follow leader, uh, dirt go kart racing. <laughs> it's just I as I say, I love. Love dirt go kart racing. I really do, well, but it just ain't where it's not exciting anymore. I mean, it's not. You've got to move the person. You got to turn them, or you got to move them to pass them. You can't. There ain't no. That's it. This is off subject, but I'm gonna tell you one of the craziest things I've seen over the last week that I never would have thought I would have seen ever in my life. Um, and this is coming out of dirt go kart world especially our southeast region down here 
I don't know if you've seen much of it on Facebook. There were so many team announcements about this one joining up with this one, this one getting on a new ride, all in dirt go-kart stuff. Wow. Um, Chase Williamson. Yeah. Just teamed up uh, with Clint Mills and all those guys getting on uh, uh, Charger chassis, I think it was, and all this stuff. He got off Premier, which was which is um, Hermie Sadler and them guys right. up there. But Jamie Knopf just went to Premier, and he's on a team, just got on a new team running with those guys, Jamie Knopf, and got out there first weekend on the go-kart and won – Couple races and yeah, and I mean, I've never would have thought no, not dirt go kart racing. But in saying that, look at what they were paying at a dirt at, at the yep. go kart track yeah. over the last couple of weeks. It's huge, bro. They were paying just as much to win a go kart race. Now I I wouldn't venture to say them boys had much less money in tires than they'd had in them at a. At Five Flags this past week. No, 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 no. But look at the money they were paying at a little go-kart race. I mean, I say little. It's big go-kart race, but it's, you know, little go-karts as compared to a national super late model race. Right. Yeah, it's just, I don't I don't understand that. I don't, I haven't yet to figure that out. Um, but uh, maybe that'll grow in the, in the near future. We'll see. But they got to figure something out. I think it's going to have to. They got to figure yeah. something out or... Uh, they're not going to, people aren't going to keep showing up for it. I mean, because, I mean, we all know the prices of things are not getting any cheaper by no, no means. No, not at all. And I guess we're fortunate with dirt side of it is it seems like every year there's more and more big races. Yeah, there's more money to make. Yeah, yeah there's sure. more money to make. I mean, yeah, think prices are going up, but they're paying out more money, so right. you can justify it. Exactly. So Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to save some money, and you want to get some good stuff? Good SRI. SRI Performance. Head on over there. Get yourself some cool gear for your race car. Um, you definitely need it. Yeah. Um, it is, I guess, off-season. Is there <laughs> off-season anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so either because I heard a lot of them guys, you know, talking like at the snowball. All right, we're going to load this all up. Go back, clean it up. Take a couple weeks off for Christmas, and we'll be getting ready to head New Smyrna back to Florida. <laughs> head yep. to New Smyrna. Yep, sure will be. They'll be there in no time. So, uh, yeah, anybody that's uh, in dirt world or asphalt world or whatever world, definitely go check SRI and get you all your good stuff and uh, get your car put back together and get it ready, put it up for the new year. And if you need some sheet metal. Need some sheet metal. Head on over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Um, celebrating 25 years being in business. Yes, sir. Um, they got everything you want. They know everything you want. If you've been in business for 25 years, you know what your customers Pretty need. Pretty much know. Yes. So they will meet all their needs. So y'all head on over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get all the uh, the uh, materials that you will need to yep. work on that car. We'll get it. And uh, while you're over at SRI Performance, if you're going online buying... Uh, it's Christmas time, so go buy people you like some parts for Christmas. Um, they uh, head over there, fill up your cart. When you see that little thing that says promo code, put in C Bone Ten. That is C is in chicken. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off time of checkout. 
Who wouldn't like 10% off for Christmas presents? Everybody. I like 10% off. Sure. Who don't like to save money? I like to save money. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody head all over to SRI Performance. They're your one-stop shop for all things racing. Well, um, speaking of, I guess we'll go ahead and let this out because this is episode, what, like 94, I think it is? Something like that. It's getting pretty up there. Getting pretty up there, which means we're only a few episodes away from hitting episode 100. It's a pretty big deal. It's pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Can't believe we've been sitting in these chairs for 100 times almost. 100 times, at least. Jesus. Every now and then we've sat here twice in a week to interview somebody on a different day. We have. It's been a, it's been fun. It's been fun. I like it's been it. a good time. I like it. I like it. So, in order to celebrate, I'll be putting some pictures out of some things, but we are going to have a big, 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 because I've, I've, I've got one box. I got a box full of stuff. There's stuff in stuff inside this box. Sweet. But we're going to have a huge giveaway to celebrate our 100th episode. A lot of our uh, sponsors, show sponsors, are going to be giving away some, some cool swag and other type things. And yeah. We'll have a few things to throw in there ourselves. Sweet. So uh, y'all be listening. we got to figure out a good way to pick who to give it away to. Yeah. So we'll come up with that. We'll come up with that. Yeah, we'll come up with something. So y'all be listening. Be looking on all our social medias and all that good jazz. And uh, we're going to come up with some stuff. Uh, it's going to be a lot of stuff. Might be multiple giveaways. Yeah, might I'm going to tell you, one, one, this box I got already is uh, jam-packed with goodies. Everybody likes goodies. And I'm looking at some of them like, hey, can I keep this? I ain't lying, man. <laughs> I let need me, that. Let, let me get one of them. Let me get that. Let me get this. <laughs> Y'all gonna like it. Um, it is it's a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, we'll be putting some pictures of it up on our social media soon. So y'all check it out. Like I said, we're gonna come up with a cool way to give it away. Like I said, mo- might be multiple winners. I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be multiple winners because yeah. one person will get the stuff. And they're gonna be like, ah, oh, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. What am I gonna do with all this? <laughs> so we're probably gonna do uh, multiple winners. Um. Because we appreciate y'all's support for sure. Uh, we might, you know what? It might just be, we might do some little entry thing and do a, do some random draws. You know, like like a 50-50 shot at, at except you, it's, it's 100. You get 100% of this price. Might as well. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, guys, as always, we'd like to thank all of our, uh, our, uh, our, help here our help everybody helps us on all this stuff uh, we got earl ramey racing engines sri performance stock car steel and aluminum our buddy randy keen over at rk motorsports consulting we want to thank them for sure helping us out every week on here as always um also ford bite apparel y'all go check them out check out uh cole vanderheiden coming up in the uh total shootout here soon also uh i've put it on our uh our announcements, our buddy, um, our buddy Derek McGrew Jr. gonna be gonna be out there running the Tulsa Shootout. So uh, we will check it out, for show, sure. and uh, 
But anyway, guys, also checkered. Go uh, check out checkered the race hub. <laughs> Get on there. Awesome social media for the race fan. But anyway, or and racer alike. So race fan, racers, we can all connect on there for sure. But anyway, guys, we want to thank you for hanging out with us tonight. And um or today, whatever, whenever y'all listen to this. But um whatever it is. is. But anyway, guys, we will be talking with y'all real soon. Later. (laughs) 